0: Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Beauty in the Network podcast. And this is an amazing intro for our guest today. We have Miss Elise Monique. She is a coach for salon professionals. And in today's episode, she dropped so many gems about how you can really start positioning your business in the market with elevating your branding and really elevating your positioning so that you start to attract it is that you want so you can start charging the prices that you want to so if you are not driving Make sure that this is the episode that you download so that you can come back and listen to it. And you definitely want to go ahead and get your notebook out so you can take some amazing notes. If you take any notes during today's podcast, make sure that you tag us over on Instagram. You can find our details in the show notes below so we can give you a shout out for listening to today's episode. So let's go ahead and get on into today's show. All right, welcome back to the Beauty in the Network podcast. It is your host, Jasmine Jones, and I have another amazing guest. We have Miss Alicia here, and we are going to be talking about branding. I am so excited because branding is something that I don't really talk about too much. So she is going to be a wealth of information today. But before I start to ramble, I'm going to give the floor to Alicia. So, Alicia, first, Thank you for being here. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do?
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate your platform and all you guys out there as well for listening in. Thank you so much. I'm Alicia Monique. I am a salon coach and I partner with salon owners and salon suite stylists and help you build a solid business structure and foundation so that you can build your team. You can open multiple locations. You can hire a salon manager and you can retire from the chair with ease and profitability. I've been doing this as a, I've been a stylist for over 20 years and have been a coach for I don't even know how long, but it's a part of the journey and I'm so happy to be here.
0: I love that. Well, welcome. One thing that I definitely do not touch on is salon ownership because I am completely mobile, but I have so many people here who have a studio suite or salon. So I love that we have So much that you can cover for us today. Um, One of the things that we were talking about when we connected on Instagram is uh, some topics that might be helpful for my audience today. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about branding. And for me, I really didn't dabble into branding because I didn't really necessarily knew like what is branding how can it actually help me but in your own experience from the people that you've helped and your own business experience like why does branding matter like what is branding why should we care about it and like break it down for us in a way that is uh, that's very helpful and very like a clear, I, I always look at the people and I'm like, these are huge words and I have no idea what any of this means. So like a break it down for us, like why does branding matter?
1: Well, we all, branding matters because we are all creatives in this realm. We are all individuals. We all have our own tastes. We have our own style. We have our own way of doing things. We have our own colors. We have our own logos. We have our own representations of ourselves Mm -hmm. and of our business. Now, why branding matters is because you want the representation of you to be known. Like, think of it this way. If the big red circle with the dot in the middle didn't have a clear brand we would not know that that was target
0: yeah
1: so think of it in in that aspect of it so branding is super important because you want people to get to know you like you want to be a you want to be a family name so every aspect of branding is important especially when it comes to building a solid foundation when you're trying to take this business to the next level wherever your next level is like we all start at the bottom And at the bottom is literally going to beauty school, getting the foundations of actually doing hair. Once you realize that, it's like, okay, I'm trying to grow and I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. Well, you're actually building a brand as you're doing that. Even if you're just a stylist behind the chair, you're a brand. You're like your household name. You have your clientele, your guests who go home and talk about you to their family, to their friends. They're basically spreading the word, they're building brand awareness is what we call it in, in the in the marketing field, about your brand. So if you just think of it, I want people to know me. Well, let's build your brand. Yes,
0: I love that. And the one of the things that you said that really stuck out to me is, how do you want people to remember your brand? And for me, this was a huge lesson that I had to learn when I was very young and ambitious and didn't really have a clear strategy, to be honest. I was just trying to do what everybody else in my industry was doing. If they were showing up a certain way, I instantly thought, oh, in order for me to be successful, I need to look like, sound like, be like, talk like this person in order for me to have that same level of of success. And just like you said, we all have our own personal style. We all have, you know, like the colors that we choose. And just like with Target, like you can see their logo and you instantly know, oh, Target. Okay. Like I, you can already think about like how the inso- how the inside of the store looks, what the people wear, right? So we associate these things with their brand. And for me, I had to learn a huge lesson when it came to how people saw my brand, because that is a huge reason why I was attracting the wrong clientele. They wanted to nickel and dime me, negotiate my prices like it was a flea market and not a business. So that is a huge lesson that I had to learn when it comes to how is my brand actually being perceived? Is it actually coming off as a luxury or a premium brand, or is there a miscommunication in the way that I'm showing up and what people actually uh, see in my business? So for you, would you say that you had a moment in your business where, branding became a priority it became a non-negotiable because you might have had a same uh, situation that I went to where you're like okay well there's a disconnect between the clients that are getting attracted to me and what I actually want my brand to be perceived as is there a lesson that you had to learn that really got you into elevating your branding and having it be a topic that you share about today with other beauty professionals
1: it was you know what it was actually the opposite. It was people telling me what I do. Oh, I remember, I remember like when that. I when I first opened my salon. It would I would have people come in and be like, you know, you're the most expensive salon around town, and I'm like, really? How so? And like because you know, da, 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 da. and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, would you like some coffee? Would you like tea? Would you like juice? You want mm-hmm. snacks? That's, that's how it started. Just people coming to tell me things. And when I realized the things that they were telling me, it was, wait, okay, so you're giving me, you're telling me what my identity is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're I, telling me who I serve. You're telling me the things that I provide. Let's flip this around. So what is a brand? A brand is, like you said, who do you serve and how do you serve them?
0: Yeah
1: what do you want people to say about you? Like they're already talking, they're already saying things. It's more so what are they actually saying about you? And so I had to flip it because I was giving the information. I mean, I was, yeah, I was receiving the information. I didn't know what I was receiving. Mm -hmm. I just knew what people used to say. Yeah, People say this, people say that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And when I started getting into marketing, it was, wow. Oh, So I've already put out there how I wanted to be portrayed and the things I was expecting in return, not knowing I was actually building a brand. So when it got fed back to me, it kind of all clicked and it all made sense. But you're absolutely right. Your brand does depict the type of people that you're going to attract. And I must say, if you're not attracting the right type of people, you Mm got to go back out there. You got to look at your brand and make sure that you're attracting the right type of people that you want to service. I say people because men, women, and children are people, and that's Mm -hmm. who you serve, so you got to just make sure that that's represented um, well on the outside, in the community.
0: Absolutely, I love that, and it's so funny you said that you were just listening to what people were saying about your brand. And then you started to pair it with marketing and you were like, okay, like now the puzzle makes sense. And for me, it was a similar situation. So my bridal beauty business for a long time in my hometown of Charleston, South Carolina, there was not a lot of representation of nice bridal hair and makeup companies that were able to service, you know, all types of you know skin tones and all types of hair textures and me when I learned how to do hair and makeup me wanting to know how to do it on everybody was something that was a priority for me and I wanted to have artists on my team who also prioritize learning how to service anyone that can sit in their chair for bridal so over the time of me growing my business and trying to look like and sound like and talk like everyone else it wasn't until i started talking about diversity and inclusion and really showing that into my content and really having a consistent message of that that people just associated my brand like oh you have a mixed race bridal party go to jasmine's business oh, you want somebody that knows how to do, you know, uh, you know, fair skin tones, the darker skin tones, all of skin tones, go to Jasmine's company. And I, for a long time, I was like, oh, well, I'm getting known as like the diversity hair and makeup team. So I ran with it. I was like, I needed something that could separate me. And sometimes we look over what separates us from our competition because we just want to be perfect. We don't want to ruffle too many feathers. But once I actually created my own lane and listened to some of the feedback, I was able to really, just like you said, develop my own brand reputation. And people started to know our brand like you said uh for some of those things that we were known for like you you were saying like your salon like do you want tea like you're the most expensive but people enjoy coming to you for that quality service so the same thing for us um so i love how you said that people are just coming to you and letting you know and you were like oh okay like that's a good mental note for me to write down and the same thing for you if you're listening to this episode Ask yourself, what is something that people keep telling you over and over again? Like, oh, my gosh, you are the only person that does this. You make me feel like that. And include that into your marketing because people are already saying it. And you can let that be your lane. So I love how you broke that down.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You mentioned something as well. We, typically, we say we don't want to ruffle any feathers.
0: Right? Right.
1: Well, sometimes your brand just needs to have a little feathers on it. Like stick out, stand out, be different. Like instead of blending in and you're trying to build a business that you want people to remember, then go ahead on and ruffle some feathers. Like be the different one be the company that stands out be the salon that does different things like Mm -hmm. go ahead do you i tell everybody do you follow your own creativity your creativity follow your own flow like if it if it seems strange weird bizarre do it
0: absolutely because you're the only
1: one who's going to do it that way and even if someone tries to mimic your brand no one can be as weird and as quirky as you are.
0: Absolutely. So let that shine. Yes. Yes. And like everything that you just said, those were all limiting beliefs that I had to to work through in the very beginning. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be the black sheep in the industry. Let me just play it safe. I don't want people to look at me strange, or I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, weird, just like you were saying, but Once I really started to have confidence in who I am as a person and showed up online unapologetically and more authentic, that is when my business skyrocketed. So if anybody is on the fence of showing up as your truest self, I promise you on the other side of you practicing building your confidence your business is going to take off if it it hasn't already. So I love that. So my next question is, so I would love for you to share maybe like two to three benefits of having a well-branded business. So even like some of the things that we already talked about so far, if y'all have not been taking notes, if you're not driving, then you definitely want to do that. But if you were to give someone three main tips for a well-branded business, where would you start in the reasoning behind why that specific tip?
1: That's a really, really great question. Oh my (laughs) God. Okay. Let me, let me, I wrote down some notes, but (laughs) let me reevaluate this a little bit. Okay. Okay. I hope you guys are out there taking notes. Listen, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And I probably... It's probably packed, each one. So you can probably get six out of these three, but I'm just going to go with three. So it's going to be some hidden gems behind there too. So play close attention, right? The first thing I would say in order to start establishing a good brand, right? A good brand. It's not about the logo and it's not about your colors. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking, oh, I got to get a logo. I need to have some colors and that is hindering you from getting, building this brand, I want you to throw it out the window. Mm -hmm. Go with all the colors under the rainbow (laughs) until you can figure that out later. Don't let a logo and colors deter you from building this brand right now, because every day you're going to keep growing. And the more you worry about a logo and colors that others are really not worried about, it's going to stop you from building a brand. So if you're Tied up in your head right now and about my logo's not done, throw it out the window. I want you to jump over that hurdle right now. You have my permission. <laughs> yes. Number two, what I want you to do is I want you to start identifying who you want to serve, what service you want to provide, how you want to provide this service, um, what are the results that people are gonna get from this service, I want you to really identify who your ideal client is. That's a huge hurdle for many when it's building a brand. Like you said, you realize that you service all different textures of skin, colors of skin, national, all of that. Like you have to identify that first. And once you solidify who that is, oh, it's easy from here. Like my ideal clients are salon owners and salon suite stylists. Mm -hmm. When I started identifying who my ideal client was as a coach, I said beauty professionals. Mm -hmm. Well, beauty professionals are estheticians, are nail nail techs, are brow specialists, and waxing specialists, and full specialists, and hair people, and locticians, and I can go Mm -hmm. on and on and on, and I was like, wait a minute, yeah, okay, I don't serve all beauty professionals, let me streamline this back a little bit to just salon owners and sweet stylists. So, identifying your your ideal client is going to allow you to speak directly to that person. So that's number two. Identify your ideal client. Now, number three. After we identify your ideal client, I want you just, I want you to make a list of all the things that you can talk to that person about. Mm-hmm. So notice I didn't say go out and start marketing and post it on social media, but you have to make a list on what you're going to post on social media. What are you going to talk to people about? What are you going to share with them about? Because at the end of the day, it's not just about sharing all pretty hair photos or Mm -hmm. makeup photos or photos of nails. Like I know we love doing that and I love looking at that. So don't stop sharing those because I want to keep looking at those, but I want you to mix it up make a list of all things that you can share good and bad hair tragedies hair tips like downfalls like ups and downs people go to like if you are a hair colorist and i remember i colored my mother hair green like oops i was like okay i won't tell nobody about that but like if you can share your first makeup photo like you've ever done in beauty school with your photo right now, people are going to be like, wow. And you can share that photo. I remember, I, remember our brows used to be like so sharp and it was like somebody was painting them on our face. Share that photo and put a story behind that photo. So make a list of all things that you can share to your ideal client. And then, of course, you know, with social media outlets, you can begin to share it on different platforms, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, do a YouTube video, put it on Pinterest. So many other outlets that you can have from there. But those are the three things that I have for you to start building a real solid brand. Yeah, I love
0: those tips. And I love how you said
1: you didn't start off by
0: saying go and post on social media, because if you what you're talking about it's going to be very hard to stay consistent and you know understanding who your ideal client is that is going to help you navigate the conversations what they need to know what other people aren't telling them and how you can be that expert that industry leader that really breaks it down and really kind of positions you as an authority because now you are maybe giving the same information, but in a different way that's more und- understandable because you now you know how to talk to your ideal client. So I love how you broke down those tips. Friends, definitely rewind and write those down if you need to, because that is going to help you in the entirety of your business, how you show up, how you market, how you create your content plan, your website, so many things. So Thank you so much, Alicia, for breaking down all of those helpful tips, and thank you so much for being a guest here as well, and I know that there are you know, salon professionals, uh, salon owners, and suite owners who are interested in connecting with you, and like you said, you have 20 years of experience, so how can the audience get in touch with you? Can you let us know? And of course, I'll have all of her information in the show notes if you want to connect with Alicia, but let us know where can we find you
1: online. Absolutely. You can always go to my website at alishamonique.com or you can go and follow me on Instagram at alishamonique underscore educator. Um, you can show up on my Instagram. There's plenty of videos out there on YouTube as well. I don't really promote YouTube as well because I've slipped off a little bit, guys, and I must admit Thanks. I've slipped off on YouTube. Um, be honest. Sometimes yeah. you just have to be honest with yourself with the things that you are not consistent with. Mm -hmm. and it's okay. So follow me on Instagram, Alicia Monique underscore educator, and then head on over to my website, AliciaMonique.com and go and grab all of your free salon resources that I have there for you as well. While you're there, don't forget to book a free rapid growth call. I do calls. They're 45 minutes long. We can get on the phone. We talk about clarity. We talk about your growth plan and we talk about a money strategy. So AliciaMonique.com is where you can find me.
0: Yes. So friends, I will have all of Alicia's details in the show notes so that you can make sure that you go and follow her on Instagram and reach out to her for any of her amazing resources and that clarity call that she just mentioned. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And if you have any questions for myself or Alicia, make sure that you check out the show notes below. Bye, friends. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, definitely make sure that you go over to the show notes so you can follow our guests and make sure that you tag us over on social media so that we can shout you out and show you some love for tuning in to today's episode. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you leave a review and tell us what is one thing that you truly truly took away from today's episode and make sure that you follow us over on social. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I can't wait for you to hang out with us again. Bye friends.